Dear patient, hello, my name is Dr. John Keenan Fanning, and I am here to talk to you today about opioid use disorder. In this episode, I want to talk about opioid use in people suffering from chronic pain. While there are some individuals who can safely and appropriately use opioids to treat chronic pain, the medical community is finding more and more evidence that shows that opioids are not a good option to treat chronic pain. However, we have a large percentage of the population who is still taking these medications for pain. If you are someone who is worried about ongoing opioid use for your pain, this episode is for you. Specifically, this episode is for anyone who is already on opioids who may want to switch to buprenorphine for one of many reasons, such as an increased safety profile with less respiratory depression, or if their opioid is losing effect and they are developing a tolerance, or because they are experiencing side effects on their current opioid, or because they would simply like more freedom in their life and would like to be able to carry more buprenorphine. All of these are good reasons to consider switching to buprenorphine, and I would encourage you to talk to your healthcare provider about this. So let's start simple. I want to recognize just how many people use opioids to combat chronic pain. Many people use opioids properly, and some of them use them improperly. In this way, opioid use is different from opioid use disorder. We know that opioids are good painkillers, and we also know that despite the best intentions of people, chronic opioid use can slowly and insidiously lead to problems over time. With time, opioid use often increases, side effects sometimes present themselves, and there is always the risk that opioid use transitions to opioid use disorder. For this reason, I think it is incredibly important for you to ask yourself if you think you have a problem or are developing one. The most important person to be honest with is yourself. After yourself, it is also very important to be honest with your healthcare provider, especially the one who is prescribing you opioids. If you ever find yourself in a position where you are struggling, talk with them. I am confident that they want to help. I want to stress just how important the working relationship is between you and your doctor. And while I am going to talk about buprenorphine in this episode and how it can be used to treat chronic pain, if you have something that works for you, that is great. And it is always worthwhile talking with and working with your doctor to figure out what is right for you. Now that I have mentioned this, let's get down to buprenorphine. And I want to start and talk about a myth that exists. This myth is that buprenorphine is not a great painkiller. This is a lie. Large research studies have come out and shown that buprenorphine is actually a very good painkiller. One study took the time to summarize all of the studies on buprenorphine and its ability to treat pain and found that buprenorphine had a full clinical pain relief effect. Another study showed that when people who were using morphine, oxycodone, or fentanyl were switched to buprenorphine, they had a decreased amount of pain when using buprenorphine compared to the other opioids. This stresses just how good this medication can be as a pain medication. I believe the myth that buprenorphine is not a great painkiller exists because when I initially learned about buprenorphine, I was taught that the way this drug works is that it only had partial opioid effects which is true in some ways, and that's why it worked so well for people who were struggling with opioid use disorder, because 
it did not have the full effect causing respiratory depression and many of the opioid side effects. What I never realized was that this medication targets pain in multiple ways. And because it targets pain in so many ways, it has a strong and full clinical effectiveness as a painkiller comparable to the other opioids with a decrease in the number of side effects. As I've already dedicated a whole episode talking about the positives of buprenorphine, I won't go on here, but I encourage you to listen to that episode because all of those positive effects still apply to you. And I want to be clear, I am spending so much time talking about this myth because I originally fell victim to it. And it is only after researching this that I realize this is such a good pain-killing medication. My hope is that I can educate you and maybe you can educate yourself and those around you to get the best possible care going forward. Now, earlier in this episode, I mentioned that buprenorphine has less side effects. And one I want to talk about in particular is the dreaded side effect known as hyperalgesia. This is a big word that translates to increased pain. Hyper means increased, algesia means pain. Together, we get increased pain. In this condition, things that should not cause pain will suddenly cause intense pain. You may have experienced something like this before. If you have ever burned yourself, you may remember that the area where you were burned was incredibly painful to touch until that burn healed. This is another example of hyperalgesia or increased pain. But when you take opioids, you can have this effect anywhere on your whole body. The only way to treat this condition is to stop the opioid you are using or switch the opioid you are using. If you experience this, it may be a good time to switch to buprenorphine as this opioid is less likely to cause this side effect. Another thing I mentioned earlier in this episode is that you may experience more freedom if you switch to buprenorphine. What do I mean by this? Well, pharmacists and doctors are more likely to dispense more medication of buprenorphine than they are of other opioids given that it is a safer medication. I will again mention here that it has less risk of respiratory and cardiac depression. This means that rather than showing up every few days to pick up your medication, you may be able to go for weeks or longer without having to go to a pharmacy. Additionally, there are options like Sublocade, which is a once-a-month injection. That means a full month without even thinking about taking any pain medication. If you are considering switching from your current opioid medication to buprenorphine, I think it's worthwhile noting that likely the best way forward is to proceed with what we call the microinduction method. I described this in the last episode, and this is where we start you on a very, very small dose of buprenorphine and slowly increase the dose each day for a full week. And then at the end of the week, we stop whatever opioid medication you were using. One caveat that I'll mention here is that if you are considering switching to buprenorphine from methadone, this can be a bit of a tricky switch. As I mentioned in a prior episode, while it can be a little tricky, I want to assure you that it absolutely is possible. If you are interested, come talk to your nearest doctor or healthcare professional and see if this is right for you. In summary, I hope this episode planted the seed that buprenorphine is a good painkiller and shattered the myth that it's not. I hope with this education, you can ask yourself if this medication is right for you. 
And if you think this medication might help you, come talk with your healthcare team, as I'm sure they would love to help get you started on the treatment that is best for you. Educating yourself on things like the pros and cons of a medication such as buprenorphine is the first step towards taking care of your own healthcare. This can be a daunting task, but it is important that you are a part of the team that is helping make you your best self. I hope you continue to educate yourself, stay engaged in your treatment, and ask questions. Remember, if you have any questions or concerns, we are here for you and you are not alone.